Welcome to Machine Learning. I want to talk about a book by Kagan, Robert Kagan, called Dangerous Nation. <clears throat> this is a uh, it's talking about America's foreign policy from its earliest days to the dawn of the 21st, 20th century. Why did the natural right of property become a central issue for wealth accumulation, westward colonization, and increased sovereignty powers of the United States? Land expansion was the driving wealth accumulator in North America, North American continent. So that was the central reason why. Um, natural right of property implies a divine right or an inheritance and so the expansion or western way of accumulating wealth is to expand rapidly and that includes in businesses uh, to expand rapidly in terms of uh, market share and also uh, scope meaning globalization and and uh, so that's just the western way is to expand Americans want more land, and land settlement was driving capitalism. Americans want Canada, but were denied the land after the Revolutionary War. America resented British passing on the war debt for the Imperial War they had created, causing the default of the colonial continental dollar. Ideology being dismissed for the acquisition of land. Unused land was a sin. The Indians would receive civilization from the America in return for the land. Kagan reveals some interesting U.S. foreign policy issues. U.S. foreign policy was driven by natural rights of man, derived from the Declaration of Independence Lockean. Now, that's very interesting. If you study philosophy of law, there's man-made law, and then there's divine law. And what um, America has taken was a natural rights of man, meaning that there were certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of uh, happiness, which includes the right of property. And so property, um, acquisition of land, ownership of that land, being an inheritance, and later uh, land being able to be held as an asset that could be sold, bought and sold. Why did Cuba join the why didn't Cuba join the United States? Well, Florida and Texas joined the United States. Cuba was a central state for slave trade into America. Cuba gained its independence from Spain and did not want to be annexed into the United States. Texas revolted from Mexico being pro-slavery and sought membership in the United States. Next, Louisiana was sold by France to America. Finally, Spain gave up control of the Mississippi commerce under the expansionary pressure from the Americans. How did the Louisiana Purchase contribute to the Civil War because of the Electoral College? Well, Louisiana and Texas combined to increase the number of pro-slave electoral votes, creating animosity from the northern states. So, did the French consider their revolution was a success and should shape the other countries? No, the French Revolution did not uh, seem connected to the American Revolution because the causes were different. The American Revolution was a right of ascendancy, a claim of birthright, an entry into the promised land, and a liberation from tyranny. So the, the, uh, it wasn't a revolt. It was they were given America by God. 
So therefore, it was a um, a right of an ascendancy, a claim of a birthright, an inheritance, and they were entering into the promised land. America had a Puritan beginning, a city on the hill. The French Revolution was driven by anarchists in a bloody conflict. Why did the de Gaulle distance relationships? Well, there's an early interesting book if you if you want to uh, understand that statement more thoroughly called Proofs of Conspiracy. Why did de Gaulle distance relationships with the U.S. after World War II? The balance of power in Europe changed uh, after World War II and started the Cold War after Yalta. The European balance of power was divided into three parts, Great Britain, America, and the Soviet Union. Soviet Union's arms race increased U.S. intervention in Europe as equalizing military force. Europe depends on America for military security. That's so exactly what we were talking about this afternoon, is that there after um, Yalta, Europe looked to America for its defense um, against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And if France develops fusion power, will the relationship improve with America? Yes. Well, and France is the number one producer in Europe of uh, nuclear power. And so uh, they will continue uh, to improve relationships with America if they develop fusion power. Uh, and it still looks like fusion power will not even will not be mainstream until at least 2050. So it's a long ways out. How did communism uh, nations pre- communistic nations prevent South America from becoming a constitutional republic by cooperating with Britain to establish monarchs? Well, Great Britain established barons in Latin America and providences transforming Latin America from constitutional governments to monarchical governments. Today, Latin America is influenced by the communist nations of Russia and China, and primarily to access resources like agriculture and oil. And so uh, there's a lot of of trade that's going on, and and they're establishing those relationships with Russia and China. Latin America could have been the greatest defense for against inflation for America. And there should have been a stronger relationship and allowing more trade and commerce between Latin America and America. Why is slavery anti-capitalistic and defies principles of labor incentives to produce? Slavery defy, defies uh, labor incentive laws and creates idleness in the work worker and master. The North was outproducing the South in the production. The steam engine transformed textiles, increasing cotton demand from 3,000 bells to 4,000 bells. Religious orthodoxy created fear of the slave revolt and self-defensive postures in the South about possession. A civil war exercising strong federal power was required to end slavery. A civil war was about slavery. It was, um, it was slavery had to come to an end, and uh, there never was a time where the cost of freedom did not require the cost of blood in order to to go to war, to sacrifice, and to uh, free America from slavery. 
Why did America ignore the warnings of John Quincy Adams, who said slavery would not be profitable? Adams was against slavery. The North was composed of rich industrialists funded by rich merchants on the East Coast. The North enjoyed tax laws favoring the North. The South resented the inequality, and Calhoun uh, Revolt cried for succession. And you can see um, that is a there was a, a, in Shays Rebellion, it was a tax revolt, and and they couldn't get relief in the courts. Um, and you can also see some of this inequality that that's starting as a result of the inequality in terms of the South versus the North in, in, uh, and the taxes. America saw viewed slavery as a necessary evil to support production. However, the natural rights of man would require a closer examination. The Supreme Court ruled slavery was illegal, but the American ignored the ruling. Uh, America re- ignored the ruling. Government force was required to initiate change. America history of unilateral force applied internally. The black three-fifth vote appeased the group consciousness, but the Fourteenth Amendment, but the Fourteenth Amendment was required to save civilization from the wrath of God. Why did the South instead turn to religious orthodoxy to support slavery? Um, that's an interesting question. And, and that could be related to the anti-Mason Mason uh, paradox that was occurring, and its attempt to uh, use the religious orthodoxy as a political force in order to support slavery. Did uh, Great Britain use religious orthodoxy to continue the Revolutionary War? Um, not sure on that one. Is the United States an isolated power? Yes, it is an isolated power. United States um, had a policy, U.S. foreign policy against foreign entanglement, and in true, and it w- did not view itself as the policeman of the world. But it did see itself extended through foreign policy and the natural rights of man. Did extend the idea that it could defend weaker nations against uh, tyranny. The United States saved civilization from countries that were destroying civilization. America wants to have a role in Europe through the League of Nations. <clears throat> so that was the connection there. And that, I'm sure in that League of Nations how effective um, it, it play, what role it played in protecting civilization. To me, it seemed like it was more of a cost. Was the Civil War a means of repentance as the nations from as a nation from false doctrines being Im- implemented by Great Britain in the U.S. economics? Yes, America repented from the vices of slavery and federal power transformed American culture into a positive way through the installing of the 14th Amendment. Actually, in some ways, I wonder of the full scope of the 14th Amendment, if it only applied to government or if it um, applied to all individuals. There's a, there, it's just, there was always, when I studied constitutional law, there was always the question of, of the penumbra of the 14th Amendment. How wide did it, did the 14th Amendment apply to uh, equality and what groups could 
receive protection uh, by the government through the 14th Amendment. And, you know, those things like uh, minorities, uh, certain races, and certain um, types of employment, like if you're a government employee. Uh, so the, And so the implications of the 14th Amendment greatly expanded the constitutional power of the Supreme Court, giving it more judicial activism and ability to create law, which is supposed to be the legislative branch, but there seems to be a, a broadening of the judicial powers. Why haven't we fired the Fed, a bank created by the Great Britain? America provides Europe military protection, economic aid, and as a means to deter Russian aggression in, in Europe. The Fed has uh, loaned the ECB over $3 trillion in currency swap loans, well, in it, it becomes this vehicle for handling all of the money. The Fed, um, even though it's a creature of Britain, it's now becoming this clearinghouse for all the derivatives. A lot of the financial devices are moving through, and it's becoming a uh, transactional center for uh, finance in Europe and uh, and the United States. Seven Years' War gave Canada to Great Britain. Will Canada and Mexico become part of the Union uh, due to expansion policy and natural rights doctrines? Expansionism would suggest Canada, the U.S., and Mexico become a North American Union. Is the United Nations a global leadership organization? No. The U.N. gives Russia power, a voice in global affairs. And that's the thing that's disturbing to me is that they, they do have a, a voice and whether they're in peace or war, they have a um, an equal voice. Membership in the UN is equal, as like an adulterous man carrying on a relationship with a beautiful woman. The beautiful woman is Europe. So that and that's what I see that it is. It's like a war machine. Will the UN uh, control America? No. America will keep its own currency and defend the dollar. A global currency will destroy the sovereignty of the United States, transferring power to the European Constitution, European international law, and global currency. So we should reject uh, um, putting the the supreme uh, the Constitution under European law. It is the supreme law of the land, so it shouldn't uh, defer to European constitutions or European international law. And our currency should remain the dollar. We should not move off into a global currency. Americans don't want to be judged by um, <clears throat> European international courts. The dollar needs to gain strength by increasing rates necessary to attract uh, foreign investment. And that's what we're starting to see is higher inflation, higher interest rates, higher taxes. Uh, and so the dollar uh, gains in strength, uh, makes, the <clears throat> makes our exports more expensive. And, but it does give us greater buying power. Has the U.S. GDP maintained 10 to 20%, 25% of the world GDP? Yes, however, U.S. corporations' real earnings have been on the decline since the last decade due to excess speculation and bad investment. The U.S. experienced a depression for, will experience a depression for at least 15 to 20 years. Now, 
in 2011, I, I was starting to say that the Great Depression of 2011 had started. <clears throat> so if you add uh, 20 years to that, um, 2035, will the, the bad investments will be liquidated uh, and the system will have accumulated enough wealth that it can begin to uh, power out of of that and and go back into a, a, a strong growth cycle. So we have at least another ten years of uh, of uh, decreased uh, buying power. The depression will reflect less growth as wealth accumulates and repairs the bad investments. Eventually, liquidation will start to shed the bad investments and restart the business cycle. That's my prediction. Will India become an important trade partner with the U.S.? Yes. However, India imports are about $15 billion at the time I wrote this. Uh, energy improvements, infrastructure building, reduced corruption will need to occur in India before India can gain number one trade partner status. You know, 2020, India was supposed to be a superpower. It didn't happen. And I think the big problems with that is that India has not solved its energy problems and the infrastructure problems like uh, railroads, uh, freeways, and also financial uh devices like contract law so you have to have good contract law in order to have financial devices and um, and also you need the infrastructure improvements along with the energy in order to uh, produce the manufacturing and and meet the those type of needs has china's growth correlated with japan and europeans decline Possibly China's U.S. imports uh, reached $550 billion. Japan's foreign investment has built China's infrastructure and outsourced uh, created jobs in China has been a trend for the last decade. Okay, now that's really interesting because Japan um, sends over unfinished goods to China. China finishes this, sends back the finished goods, and those goods then are exported to the U.S. and other countries uh, around the world, fueling both their economies. Um, China buys European debt and finances European consumption. And we saw that in the, in the financial meltdown, as I pointed out yesterday, that there was a, that China was investing in trade and debt um, about equal to the U.S., and that was kind of a, a major revelation because no one really knew how much trade was going on with Europe and China and how they were and the debt financing that was existed between Europe and China. And it was about equal to that in uh, uh, the United States. Europe feared Chinese growth much less than America. Was the U.S. Navy playing a key role in U.S. commerce? Yes, the the Navy kept international waters safe for transportation, free from pirate raids, and that has got to be one of the um, also the key things in the South Sea, South Sea, and in Taiwan is that those trade routes have to stay open, so the U.S. Navy will play a major role in keeping that open and keeping uh, commerce flowing through that area, and also uh, oil. For, and natural gas. Was the Korean War a military success? 
it, it uh, well, it led to the Vietnam War uh, because it was a war that didn't complete. Vietnam War could be thought of as a response to the failure of the Korean War.